The day after, Jimmy Dean Keen receives flowers, then gives them immediately to Caroline Hebert Guidry. He and she are spending their day together, hanging out on the banks of Bayou St. John near the Art Museum in New Orleans. They've gone on a walk. Since the early spring weather, beautiful, they decided to stop and hang out a bit. Caroline is sitting up, cross-legged, while Jimmy is leaning back on his elbows with his legs and feet straight in front of him. They're wearing their pairs of matching sunglasses. You know, this isn't bad. <laughs> no, not at all. I couldn't do this, St. Louis or Chicago. And not just because I didn't have the company. He smiles at her with great satisfaction. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine why you'd even want to live there. <sighs> yeah, there was pretty much only one reason. And I'm well past that now. Good, because I think you belong better in New Orleans anyway. I'd like to think so. Sometimes I wonder, though. He scratches his hair lightly. Like, I had no idea until today that those things are pronounced Bennett's. <laughs> I've been saying it wrong the whole time. <laughs> well, it is Benya in French. Right, and as you know, New Orleanians do not strictly speak French. It's like y'all pronounce French words like you would in English. <laughs> yeah, it's a part of our charm. <laughs> well, I had a French person pronounce it, so I've been pronouncing it that way for years myself, on purpose. People know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but do they make fun of you? Like they made fun of me? <laughs> well, sometimes. Then you just gotta laugh back. Like you did. From my understanding, that's a French thing. It is certainly a New Orleans thing. We don't laugh about anything. <laughs> yeah. The Louisiana sense of humor is... <laughs> Unlike any other. <laughs> yeah, we special. Across the bayou... They see someone walking who is immediately familiar to both of them, even though Caroline knows him much better than Jimmy does. They can tell even from a distance that it's Patrick Thomas, clearly leaving his shift at the coffee shop, walking in the direction of Treme. Oh, look who it is. Caroline glances at Jimmy, extremely pleased that he recognizes her friend. She waves calls out, Patty! He hears her from across the water, turns his head to look, and raises his arm and waves back. But then he keeps walking. <laughs> Jimmy didn't necessarily have expectations of this interaction, but somehow this is exactly in line with what he would imagine from Patrick Thomas. They watch him walk away, so they notice that he walks as far as the closest bridge, then crosses the bayou over to their side and doubles back to come meet them. 
When he's within distance, he hails them. Hello. Hey, Patty. You're basking, are you? <laughs> like a cat. She was thinking cat, and I was thinking lizard. That's the difference between us. Pat's wearing a wry expression like he wants to say, Is that the only difference? But he doesn't. In fact, he says, Oy. But he doesn't seem at all put out by Jimmy's presence. He sits down in the grass on the other side of Caroline. He's wearing a windbreaker jacket, dark jeans, talking heads t-shirt, snapback baseball cap. He's carrying a tote bag from the New Yorker magazine. He is also squinting a bit and uses his hand to supplement the ball cap rim in shielding his eyes from the sun. Then he looks at Jimmy and Caroline and appears to think of something because he reaches into his tote bag, rummages around a bit, there doesn't seem to be much in there, so he doesn't have to rummage too hard. But he says, You've reminded me. And then pulls out an eyeglass case, opens it, and extracts a pair of sunglasses. Jimmy immediately recognizes these as well, because they too match the pair he himself is wearing. I always forget that you gave me these. Patrick puts them on. Caroline smiles mischievously. She slides her eyes over to look at Jimmy, who's already looking at her. They meet eyes. Oh, you gave him those. <laughs> you have good taste. <laughs> well, we have that in common. Jimmy isn't even mad. Patrick is unaware that there's anything shady about this, and he just lets them have their inside joke without asking what it is. Ah, oh, it's quite nice today, isn't it? It's beautiful. I like this time of year because it's just warm enough that it's so much warmer than it had been, but it's not so hot that it's like Satan's ass crack. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> Patrick leans back in the grass, stretches out flat, tugs the half brim down a bit lower onto his forehead so it well shades his face, crosses his arms behind his head, and just kind of chills out. They let him. And before long, it becomes readily apparent that he's fallen asleep. Jimmy and Caroline allow this too. Caroline's smiling at him almost maternally. And Jimmy's in favor of it as well. Because, until very recently, it had been a while since he had friends that were comfortable enough to fall asleep near him besides just passing out from excessive substance consumption. He's fairly surprised that Patrick is already one of them, because he doesn't think they really count as friends just yet. Acquaintances at best. And with Patrick having the type of personality that he does, 
This is extra special. Jimmy looks at him a minute. The man isn't as skinny as he seems. He's just very slender, lithe, with long arms and legs. He's wearing the classic Doc Martens boots, well-worn but well-maintained, which Jimmy thinks tend to make a person's feet look bigger anyway. But Patrick doesn't need much help because he's got long feet as well. They remind Jimmy of Cole's feet, and this association makes him feel nice and warm. Adds a little more tenderness. He thinks this is all pretty nice. Eventually the moment ends, or at least changes, because Pat startles himself awake. <sighs> oh. Uh, oh, forgive me. Oh. You're forgiven. There's nothing to forgive. He rubs his eyes behind his sunglasses. Oh, I opened this morning. I'm a bit knackered. I hardly mean to be a drag on the interaction. Well, don't worry. If you're going to be, that's not how you're going to do it. <sighs> yes, I could think up a few more and more clever ways to do that. Oh, yeah? Do you promise? <sighs> Try me. <laughs> Jimmy is not going to try Patrick. He finds this pretty funny. Having a bit of light banter with someone he never truly expected to like him? Yeah, this is a win. Caroline turns to look at Jimmy again. So, can we keep him? At least for a little bit. Yeah, but I guess we gotta ask him first, otherwise it's kidnapping. Hey, Pat, did you eat lunch yet? Oh, I did a bit ago. Caroline teases him. What'd you have, though? Like, half a banana? Patrick looks amused, but mildly embarrassed at the same time. No, I had coffee and a croissant. <laughs> you remind me of my friend. Hey, did you eat? Oh, yeah, I had some black coffee and a cigarette. <laughs> well, for the record, I don't smoke. And it was not black coffee at all. It was a cortado, in fact. Oh, great minds think alike. He reaches over and taps Patrick on the shoulder playfully. I'm trying to invite you to my house, and I'll feed you if you're hungry. Oh, or if you don't want to go to my house... We can go to Parkway. I really like the alligator sausage. Have you had that shit yet? I have, yes. The three of them stand up. They've got nothing like that in the British Isles. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't imagine. I don't think they have anything like that anywhere else in America. Maybe Florida. Yeah, but nobody wants to go there. Patrick brushes grass off himself. They all set off towards the bridge. They end up walking to Jimmy's house. Patrick looks up at the house. Oh, it's this one. Yeah, and normally I go in through the back. Caroline is standing behind both the men. She covers her lower face with both her hands to stifle her laughter. 
But we're going in the front door like the guest of honor in the old days so you can have the full tour. They enter into the receiving room with the tall ceilings. And Patrick looks around. Oh. Yeah, my stepmom works in real estate. I'm pretty lucky. Pat's eyes take in the room, but light upon the upright piano, just as Caroline had anticipated. His face lights up, and he starts walking to it. May I? Knock yourself out, but I gotta warn you, it doesn't sound good. Patrick puts his hand on the keys. Boink! Oh. Yeah, it's a little bit out of tune. He plays several notes on the scale. His expression looks physically pained. I got no idea how old that thing is or anything. Pat knows just by looking. Late 19th, very early 20th century. Victorian era, I'd wager. Yeah, that checks out. I mean, I don't know how long it's just been sitting there. With the strings unraveling and all that. I keep meaning to have somebody over to fix it, but it's been kind of low on my list of priorities. Well, I could do it. Jimmy's impressed. Really? Oh, not today. And I'd prefer to set aside an entire day for it, but I could. You know what? I'd take you up on that. What's your going rate? Oh, I don't know. To be honest, I've never done it before. I only watched it done by someone else. But I know I could do it. Yeah, I figure you could just open up the lid and you could tune it all by ear. Oh, no, I'd use a tuner. If I'm going to do it, I'll do it up properly. They continue further into the house. Caroline tells me you're like a musical genius. I would hardly venture that far. I know, Patty. This is a musical city, and I've known a few musicians in my time. You're real good. Oh. Pat looks flattered. From you, that's a little compliment. Thank you. They've arrived in the kitchen, and Patrick sees the espresso machine. Well, that's rather serious. Yeah. <laughs> My dad's like a little bit Italian. So he's real proud about the fact that was made in Italy. And that it costs more than some used cars. Jimmy looks a little helpless. He's trying to make what he's about to say into a joke. But there is some frustration behind it. Apart from that, his expression is inscrutable. He used some of my money to buy it, so I've been trying to figure out how to use it. He doesn't even live here. Somebody oughta. Pat's not trying to touch any keen family drama. And unlike the piano, he's not really trying to touch the espresso machine either. But he is studying it. And he says... Would you not fancy a cuppa? I'm not going to make you do that in your time off. 
appreciated, but I'd fancy one myself, so you may as well have at it. Oh, <laughs> well, in that case, Jimmy takes out his can of espresso grounds, and I got milk and half and half and all that shit. Oh, half and half. Absolutely cracking. So before too long, the three of them are enjoying Pat's presentation of the brevet. These are your favorite, right, Patty? Oi. I tend to save them for special occasions. He looks a bit shy. Jimmy isn't sure if it's because they've been talking up his skills or because he's hanging out with Caroline or because Caroline is talking up his skills. But it doesn't really matter. They take their drinks into the living room, which is, in fact, green. Mostly a pale creme de menthe style of green. The sofa is upholstered in a dark emerald green. I think this used to be like the smoking parlor, but whatever the purpose, I think the space is less overwhelming than the, that room out there. So this is where I like to hang out. Jimmy glances over at Caroline, slyly smiles, about to make a joke. That and the green reminds me of prison. Patrick darts eyes at him, and Jimmy realizes only then that Caroline had not told him. He decides not to push it at this very moment. Save that for a little bit later. And Patrick doesn't make further inquiry either. Instead, Jimmy says, I've been thinking about redecorating. Patrick only takes a sip of his coffee, doesn't really react. Oh, I suppose you could. It's clear that he's being utterly noncommittal in order to be polite, because he kind of doesn't care. Jimmy feels mildly disappointed and then wonders why. He realizes he'd hoped Pat might get into it a little bit and they'd have a discussion. Then he wonders why he expected that either. I guess because he's gay. Then he understands that was probably a silly idea because all gay people aren't alike any more than all straight people are. Meanwhile, Caroline curls up on the couch, tucking her feet under herself, drinking her coffee, smiling because of her inside knowledge of the previous conversation she'd had about this with Jimmy. Pat does venture. Well, it's quite nicely appointed. Hey, thanks. I can't take credit for anything other than living here, but... Jimmy's pretty pleased anyway. He has seated himself in the armchair opposite, crossed his legs, propping an ankle on the opposite knee. Caroline says, Just wait until I show you the record player. It's built into the house and all. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not a musical genius by any stretch of the imagination, but you can feel free to go through my record collection. Well, I guess my dad's record collection. You might even appreciate it better than I do. Yeah, and we can go next door and get some of mine, too. Caroline gets an idea. 
Jimmy love that he can watch this happening on her face. We can listen to that new original Sinners record, like I said the one time. Pat's interested. Have you heard it? Hell yeah, I got a copy. Oh, right on. Yes, rather necessary, if you'd fancy listening to it. As mine is uh, mine. They both look very happy with this. Caroline is positively beaming at her successful social engineering. Jimmy's happy to let them do whatever they want. Drink some coffee, listen to some music, hang out. He gets to host in his well-appointed abode. This is his thing. And yeah, well, speaking of smoking parlor, he leans forward, opens up the ottoman to reveal it has a secret compartment, pulls out his bong, puts it in the middle of the coffee table. Now, no peer pressure, I guess. Because I remember you said you didn't smoke. Patrick eyes this thing. Well, I meant to say I don't smoke cigarettes. <laughs> Worthwhile distinction. For real, you're going to hit that with us? Well, it's a special occasion. He's obviously just referencing something else he said earlier, but the concept of him enjoying himself invigorates Jimmy much more than expected. This outcome is far surpassing all of his expectations. Damn straight. He pulls out his weed jar. Just don't be afraid to stop me if I push you too hard. <laughs> 